Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new edition of Virtue and Vice right here on TheBigVitoBrand.com and also over on WrestlingWithWrestling.com and Andre Corbeil's page. I am Virtue, and once again, I am being joined by Robbie Vice. What's up, man? It is good to be on a platform with fans who understand wrestling and fans that deserve to listen to me right now. So it's good, man. Like, I'm happy to be here. I'm getting a little fed up with, like, a lot of dumb narratives I hear from, like, the fan base and things like that. So I've been a little irritated with that. But overall, man, like, I'm super, obviously super stoked. The biggest name in wrestling is now back in his rightful spot. And I'm sure we'll talk about that. But, man, what a, what a week it's been, right, for the business. It's been a long time since we've had something this exciting to talk about. So do you just want to jump right into it? Dude, the two big topics that we talked about on the No DQ Review, Roman Reigns is the new Universal Champion, yeah. and Brock Lesnar is currently a free agent. Let's talk about Roman. So, you know, they've done this retribution thing for weeks and weeks, and now it's kind of fizzling out, it seems like. They didn't go to either of the pay-per-views. They're yeah. on Raw. And I just wonder if they never had intent for it to be so big and they just wanted some distraction because they're like, hey, we're not going to have anyone expect Roman's going to come back at the end of SummerSlam. Well, we all know that's what happened, right? He came back, he speared Ray Wyatt, he speared Braun Strowman. And then a week later, he got himself, you know, joined with Heyman and he got yep. himself into the title match. And basically, like a heel would, he waited it out. He let Strowman and Fiend beat the crap out of each other. And then he comes out at the end and in heel fashion becomes the universal champ. And what I'm waiting for is this first big promo, which is, should happen by the time people start listening to this, depending on when it gets posted on SmackDown this week. Mm -hmm. So what's your thoughts on the big dog? Because I'm going to be now monitoring SmackDown's ratings. They were up slightly from the week before since he was back, although he wasn't on the show much last week, just mm -hmm. a little bit at the end with the Heyman reveal. But I want to see... The SmackDown starts trending upwards, so my article holds water that he and Brock Lesnar combined for 250k to 500,000 people. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot when we compare eras, but I mean, this is the network era, the smartphone era, the YouTube era. So to me, with ratings as low as they are, the fact that somebody can come back and draw 500,000 eyeballs potentially yeah. is a big deal today. And I get it. It's a different time. I think Roman's never had guys to compliment him at the top. They, now, sure, he's had big matches, Cena, Undertaker, but they were all part-timers at that point. He had that great program with Strowman, made Strowman look great, but then WWE shit on Strowman. So Roman had a lot of flack, man. He didn't have all the crew to work with like Cena did. He wasn't lucky enough to have Rock Austin, Triple right. H, Taker, all in one bubble, Mick Foley. What's your take on this Roman return? On paper, he's a heel. You know yeah. people are going to like him more after all this. What's your initial thoughts here? Well, and and I'm going to say that you called it. You said for years if Roman turned heel, he'd be the biggest face in the company. I think you wrote that in an article, God, like all, almost a year ago at this it was point. Was the state of the Roman, I think. Yeah, and and uh, and it, and it just it just goes to show again, man. There, there is, there's no one who writes columns on ODQ that has the, their finger on the pulse of the fan base and just what's happening, like you do. So, kudos for you on that. Um, man, I think I think the Roman thing's great because he he's the biggest name in wrestling right now. It's it's akin to Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair being gone and suddenly making a return. Everyone's talking about it. And, and Roman Reigns is the only one outside of Lesnar, the only probably full timer 
that that really has the credibility that can bring in casual viewers. And I'm curious to see what those ratings look like when he comes back tomorrow. I have to imagine that tomorrow's going to be one of the bigger SmackDown ratings in a while because, again, I know I don't always watch them live. I usually watch the replays on them. But, dude, I'm tuning in. I'm tuning in. I'm going to watch the whole show tomorrow, and I'm excited about it. Uh, you kind of touched on retribution a little bit. And I, I was thinking about this the past couple of days. I almost feel that that retribution is too big for NXT call-ups at this point. I feel that they went a little too long. They made it such a big deal to the point where it's it's almost to the point the hype level is now. If it's like Dijakovic and them, you know, and Madden, Dio Madden, dude, those guys are awesome. But like, do people are expecting they were, you know, there was even talks of Roman Reigns or John Cena or some big name in yeah, this faction. Yeah, if you don't get one of them or yeah. CM Punk, it's going to be a letdown and it's going to fizzle into this minuscule faction. And it's it's non-established people. And I just, this to me has League of Nations vibes all over it of something that'll last for three weeks and then and then be unheard of again. Um, so yeah, that's terrible, but man, Roman Reigns being back, as long as I don't have to hear Michael Cole scream big dog, that's that's probably my only thing against Roman. I'm curious to see if he eventually gets new music. He wasn't wearing the vest, which I think is good because the guy looks jacked. But I'm curious if he changes his move setup a little bit because traditionally heels, um, you know, he may not do that Superman punch. He, he I'm assuming he'll still have a spear. I, I I really hope that with his new gimmick that he has a more violent and slow kind of Randy Orton pace kind of going. Um, but dude, that's enough of me rambling on. I'm talking to like the number one Roman supporter through thick and thin. What do you think about this? Mr. Pulse <laughs> finger on the pulse of the wrestling well, world. I've always said he needed to have an edge being with Heyman yeah. being a heel on paper is in the right direction. They cannot script this guy anymore. He can't. He he is not good at the promo when he has to remember shitty lines. Yep. So they need to like let him feed off of Heyman. Let Heyman get his little gist in there, but not at the extent Heyman did for Lesnar. Let Roman feed off of that. Like, Paul, I got this. I'm not Brock. I can speak on my behalf. And let Roman have somewhat of an edge on the mic as well, because I think he's going to get some respect. Now, I, I don't think he's he's not going to be like Stone Cold or Triple H, but I think sure. Roman can be very serviceable on the mic as long as he's not saying suffering succotash. You're right. When he does these matches, I want I don't want to see a Superman punch. I don't want to see the goody-goody stuff. I want to see violence, and I just want to hurt you to win. And if I have to take some shortcuts because you know, I'm a bad guy now, I will by any means necessary to keep the title. But I am interested to hear his first promo back. I'm interested to see his first full match back because we all know when he won the universal title, he laid low, right? I was calling yeah. social distancing. Then yeah. he came out at the end and he did his thing. But like, I do have, a, I have a lot of questions. Like how is the dynamic with Heyman going to work? Because we only know pretty much how Heyman was with CM Punk. Heyman would stand in the background a lot and let Punk talk. But with Brock, Heyman did all the talking. How is it? Is this going to be somewhere in between with Reigns? And also, too, I get a little nervous because the news just broke that The Rock and his family have COVID. And we know, know. that Roman's close. They're close, right? They're in the family. Like, Roman's back on the road. Now, you know, sure, it's an arena now and more rooms in the back and we can stay socially distant. Yeah. But, like, what do you think's going through Roman's mind? Like, shit, The Rock just got COVID. Because, you know, he can't be compromised. He had Luke Yeah. I, I think Roman's being – I have to imagine that he's being safe. Um 
you know, with the whole COVID thing, obviously, we uh, thank God the Rock and his family, Kevin Nash, a lot of these guys are safe. Um, hopefully, it's something people take notice of and pay attention to instead of being, you know, idiots for lack lack of a better word. But um, to go back to the Roman thing, it really feels that this time that Roman Reigns is really bought into this character, yep. um, and the fans have bought in. And and I feel that Roman has more leverage now than he ever has with Vince because I don't know if you'll agree with this or not. I feel that that WWE needs Roman Reigns more right now than Roman Reigns needs WWE because he's he's getting movie offers. Literally, Roman Reigns could show up in AEW and be the biggest nuclear heat heel um, ever. So, do you think is this is was this something you think Roman pushed for? Do you think Roman wanted more depth to his character? Do you think he maybe got some oh, advice from his cousin? Dude, he wanted it the minute suffering succotash came out of his mouth. Yeah. Look, and, and when I see him now, like you mentioned that WWE needs him more than he needs them. This might be the first time that's true since John Cena. Yeah. Like Roman came up getting the push. You know, the Shield was hot. People loved the Shield. They had that great feud with the Wyatts. Yep. But they, they ultimately turned Seth and, and gave Seth that initial main event run. And Roman was just kind of, you know... You knew Roman was going to get the push, but when they finally did it, the fans weren't biting. It was like they did it a year too late. Now the fans felt yeah. it was forced. And Roman had to deal with that. He headlined four straight manias. And, of course, it's the network era. It's the watch clips on Twitter and YouTube era. And so ratings are different. I, they still definitely matter. And, and, I, and I'm all For about sure. total, total viewers. F the demos. But yeah. it's, it is a different time. So all the blame can't be put on Roman because if you go back and you look at when ratings were higher – it was a different time. There wasn't as much social media, but those top draws like your Cena's, they had better main event talent around them that was getting rotated. So any big Cena match, he had somebody awesome that was mostly a full timer every single time. We all know the Attitude Era was stacked. Hogan had Macho, um, Ultimate Warrior. You know what I mean? Blair, Sting, and, and all those great heels that were just great at like Earthquake, Sarge. Yeah, that this great heels. Roman has had nobody. He had a Cena come back for a program, then left again. What traction I mean, does that he, hold? He had Aging that Seth Rollins, Undertaker. Yeah, like well, you know, he had that great feud with Strowman. So Roman has really been painted into a corner by WWE scripts and the lack of compliments. He had a great match with Daniel Bryan. Well, no duh. And I think this now is the time he can push all that. Aside, the handcuffs are off now, Rob. You think the handcuffs are off? I do. Or, uh, or just one. No, I do. I, I think I think Roman has. I think he has free reign to basically do what he wants. The thing that now, though, is the chase is what matters. The chase is what makes money. Marks love the chase. I love the chase. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a mark is, it's someone who pays money to the wrestling business to enjoy it. I have been to pay-per-views. I, I pay for the network. I'm a mark. It's not, it's a, not bad, a bad term. It's not a bad term. Um, you know, first of all, side topic. This is what I wrote down. Why do fans suddenly care about the demo so much? Is it because they know wrestling is, is I don't want to say it's dying because I don't think it's dying, but it's stagnant. Is stagnant a fair word? Because the numbers are so low, they want to use that demo as like, well, that's what advertise. It's a Dave Meltzer narrative. Yeah. It's, but, it's coming out of the AEW bubble. Yeah. But anyway, so we all know the chase is what makes money in wrestling, right? We want to see someone chase. For them to pull this off, 
they need a real baby face that people are going to cheer for. They need to somehow recreate the magic of that Daniel Bryan run when he was going through evolution to get his title shot. You know, who do you see on the roster or, or do they exist yet? Who's going to chase Roman and, and who, how, God, man, because the fans have been waiting for this since Cena. So there's a lot of excitement going on from the cynical people like myself that have wanted to see something like this for a long time. But like, you're going to have to have a really special personality and talent to make fans cheer you over this heel Roman because we've wanted it for so long. Who on the roster is able to do that chase? See, back in the Attitude Era, Shawn Michaels had that great heel run. Even, I mean, when Brett had his great heel run, but at that point you knew he was going to leave the company, Shawn took over the great heel run from Brett when Brett left with the DX run, leading to Austin chasing him for the title and we know Michaels got hurt, and you know Austin went over, and the Austin era was made. Yeah. But where? What's the Austin? What talent? I'm not saying anybody today can be like Austin, but what talent could WWE allow them to be themselves in today's era that could make that Austin Michaels feud of '97, '98 be with whoever they push to face Roman during all this? Because I wrote in my one article. When WWE, you know, saying WWE needs Brock back, which we'll talk about in a little bit, yeah. and Reigns more now than ever, that there needs to be like they need to put people over, like they need to they can build them back up, like Brock is a beast and Roman like he's not, but ultimately the end game is to use them to get next generation stars over or at least up in the same playing field, so you have a big main event bubble. And you're asking me that question, I mean, I don't know. I mean, without thinking, you know, they got Daniel Bryan, but like he's, they, they just don't see anything in him. What new talent? I mean, is it Keith Lee? That's you, Keith Lee, Dijakovic, you know? maybe one of those bigger guys from NXT. Yeah, but could they got to let them do it. That's it's going to take time to build them. Yeah, see, and that's the problem is they don't want people to become bigger than the WWE. So you don't normally have what we have now. Right now, for the first time since Austin, partially Cena. I just feel that at this point, Roman Reigns, through his battles with chemotherapy, his relationship with The Rock, his his incredible personality, he is the he is bigger than WWE right now. I I fully feel that he is he is at the top of the of the wrestling world. So you need to slowly build someone up. I honestly think like if I could pick four people that I would like to see, I think Dijakovic if he got some experience and some run could be interesting. He's my least, he's at the bottom of that list. I'm going to go up after that. I would say Bobby Lashley. If you could have a somewhat tweener face, Bobby Lashley with MVP chase, I think that could be good. Keith Lee. I I think regardless of fans saying he's been destroyed, I I think he's going to be okay. But where where would you put Drew McIntyre on this? I don't put Drew McIntyre on there. I don't, I don't too old without well, it's not just that. Look, Drew McIntyre, he's put in his time and he deserves it. And I feel really bad for him because I think if fans could have been in attendance, I think he could have gotten over. It is really hard, in my opinion, to to get new stars over without fans there. Because, first of all, look, we know that they're manufacturing. They're like the Golden State Warriors. They're manufacturing crowd noise. Uh, they've been doing it for a long time. Um, It's just I, I think it's hard to get people over like that. But. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who you have have chase 
Roman Reigns. I, I honestly don't. The, the only thing that comes to mind and the most logical thing is, OK, we don't we don't really have the fans in live attendance to make a new star from scratch. Yeah. But my God, do they have all the ingredients there with Big E? And how long have Big you, e myself and, and some of the smart people over on NoDQ, how long have we been saying that Big E is is the answer? The guy when he was serious in NXT, he was a monster heel. He has fantastic personality. He's great on the stick. My God, if he could just serious up a little bit and, you know, I, I hope Roman pushes him too far to where he has to like, look, dude, I can't do this anymore. And I hope they build him up and they can have that big blow off at mania. But outside of big E man and those, those three other people I listed, I don't see anyone. Do you have like a short list of anyone that you really feel would be like a good candidate for something like that? They need proper building. Like I like, you know, I like Matt Riddle, but yeah, definitely. Like his, his, his end game is still to get built for Lesnar. I mean, right. that's, they have to with the heat that they have. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's pretty much overlap with what you said. I mean, there's nobody in NXT. Well, you know, I don't, the carrying crosses and there might be some sure. I could pluck there, but it's too early to tell. So a lot of it is finding the talent, right? Um, Austin had the talent. The WWE finally allowed him to show it. I mean, look, at, Daniel look, at, Bryan look at the ringmaster. Look at the blue chip of Rocky Maivia. And then a couple of years yeah. later, look, see what I mean? What about Daniel Bryan? Could Daniel Bryan be a candidate to chase Roman? But why is WWE? What? Did, who did he piss off, or is he just maybe his family? I, I think it's yeah. With his new kid, I think he took time off because I think he's made it very clear that his family is more important to him than his career at this point in his life. Um, but yeah, outside of him, and like I, I mean, he's at least established. I think people can get behind him. But I don't know, man. I don't know if they can recreate it. I don't have faith for them to create a, um, a Batman for this new villain. You know what I mean? We have a Joker villain right here. He needs a Batman. He needs someone to dance with. He needs a rivalry. The Seth Rollins, the Dean Ambrose, you know, the rivalry was there, but like the matches weren't that exciting. It didn't really have a good payoff. I, I don't know. I don't know where they go from there, but I will say I am so excited to see Roman Reigns back in a ring because now I have a reason to watch TV every week. Yep. And so do I. Now with the recent rumor that Brock's a free agent, yeah. we talked about this over on the no DQ review. Do we want to, let's talk about this. Um, Thoughts on Brock being a free agent? Um, Brock Lesnar is going to leverage people to get what he wants, which is more money. He is never going to wrestle outside of WWE unless, like you brought up on the uh, review, you know, he may do a one-off in Japan or something yeah. like that. But the chances of him signing with AEW, first of all, again, spoiler for what I said on the review, there there is like Cody Rhodes, and and that's probably it, that really have wrestling clout to, to face and possibly beat Brock Lesnar. He... He looks giant compared to WWE's roster. Can you imagine this guy in an AEW ring? Brian Cage is a specimen, man, but like he's like five foot seven. So I feel like Lesnar would literally look like Andre the Giant versus Shawn Michaels in almost every single match, except for Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus <laughs> and uh, I don't know who's the other uh, who's the other tall guy. Isn't they have another big guy down there? Um, Hager, and then they have yeah, Archer. Hague. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those th those are like the three biggest guys down there. And are any of them kayfabe wise even good enough to stand in the ring with Brock Lesnar at this point in their career? No. Well, kayfabe wise, no. I mean, Hager, yeah, you know right. me, I throw a point at that, but yeah, it's no. He's a legit fighter, and I get that. Yeah. I just feel that they need to build his character up more before I can kayfabe believe that this guy's a threat to to Brock Lesnar, who's like the closest thing we have now to the Undertaker level mystique of like, oh, this guy's probably gonna win every time he walks in the ring. Yeah, and that's what I mean. And here's the thing: Brock will end up back in WWE. The only thing yeah. he's going to do outside is something in combat sports, right? I mean, seriously. 
He's I'll not going to, it, unless he did that one off at like Japan because he's wrestled there before. I could see yeah. him wrestle like Suzuki or so, you know, maybe Okada or something like that at, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. But that would be it. I, he's a WWE guy and he's just bargaining for his next big payday. Yep. But hey, that time went quick, man. Twenty minute mark. Like, yeah. Wow. And, and you know, we'll keep it short, right? We don't want to bore the people too much, but um, they can reach out and talk to us on social media. So, with that said, do you want to tell them where they can talk to you, or do you not care? You know what? You know, it is a different platform. Um, I I don't want to I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, (laughs) I I really don't. I think if people want to say something to me, they can they can talk to you. You can relay that message to me. I think everyone should follow Virtue. They need to follow Big Vito Brand. Well, all those guys over there are just fantastic. Andre Corbeil. We have so many positive people around us for this podcast that I just feel that 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 should be the focus of this. Um, I will go on record as saying I am the greatest co-host of all time, and uh, I am co-host to the greatest writer of No DQ history. So I feel like we're we're a dynamic duo. But yeah, I, I, I need to I don't need to do my pitches. I just uh, I don't know if people all the people necessarily deserve to follow and see Robbie Vice on a daily basis. If they can find me out on their own, then I guess that's 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 the reward they get for seeking me out is to be able to follow me, I guess. Well, well thank you, Robbie. And then, you, know, you can go to NoDQ.com and go over to the opinion section and read all of my Virtues Rage articles. They are now over there. I'm posting one a week. But, yeah, great show, Robbie. And we're going to cut this off, and I want to get it loaded up there. Everybody, you know you can follow me, as Robbie suggested, Twitter at NoDQ underscore Virtue. You can also go to my Facebook page, NoDQ.com slash Virtue. But that's it. A little bit of Brock Lesnar, a little bit of Roman Reigns. So for Robbie Vice, I am Virtue. This is the thebigvetobrand.com and also wrestlingwithwrestling.com. This has been Virtue and Vice. It's been great talking to you, but reach out to me and we'll continue this conversation online if you would like. But thanks for watching, everyone, and we'll be back. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>